I want to take as a subject today, Epiphany Wisdom. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you that as we begin this new year, we can begin it worshiping together. We pray, Lord, that you will make us all wise in the wisdom of God, and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible tells us about a lot of wise people, and it gives us a reason for their wisdom. For example, there's Enoch and Noah. They were wise because they walked with God. We're told about Ruth. Ruth is wise because she followed her mother-in-law, Naomi. She said, Whether, so wherever you go, I'll go. Your God will be my God, and your people will be my people. David, in his wisdom, gave us that great psalm, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Andrew was wise because he brought people to an experience with the eternal. Uh, there's Martha, wise in her ability to be hospitable toward Jesus. And then her sister Mary. Mary sat at the feet of Jesus, listened and shared with Jesus. And you remember Jesus said, Mary, you've chosen the better part. And in that, we see something of Mary's wisdom. And then here are these travelers. We say there were three of them. There may have been more. But these travelers have the same wisdom that is described in all of these other characters. And it seems to me that one of the things that, that, that always jumps out at you is that these wise people bear some of the same characteristics. And it's with that in mind this morning that I want to do just a little biographical sketch of those that are described in the text today as an effort to emphasize the meaning of epiphany wisdom. And let me begin by simply saying that wise people still approach Jesus. Wise people still approach Jesus. You think about these travelers. They came a long distance we say they came from afar. They came from the east. Don't you think that they traversed mountains and hills, through valleys, through sandstorms, through all kinds of diseases? They faced bandits and certainly encountered a cruel king. Why did they do that? They were following a star. They were to approach Jesus. And wise people still approach Jesus. They came because it was the right thing to do. 
They came because they understood the meaning of what the kingship of this baby was all about. And I want to remind us on this day that wise people still approach Jesus. Wise people also adore Jesus. They came and when they saw the baby, they prostrate themselves. They worship Jesus. They acknowledge Jesus. They adore Jesus. It's astounding to me that in our time of so much available light, there are so many who still fail to adore the one we worship this morning. We applaud scholarship. It's wonderful to read all of the factual information that's available to us today online and in books and on TV and magazines and papers. But friends, scholarship doesn't necessarily adore Jesus. I enjoy reading some of the scientists who tell us about one day going to Mars. I hear people say, no, that's not going to happen. We don't have the money to get there. I don't agree with that. One day we will see people on Mars. But the people who have all of this great knowledge of the planets and the stars and yet refuse to fall on their knees to adore Jesus is beyond me. You know, I enjoy reading some of the great philosophers. But with all of the knowledge and the wisdom of the world, it's not the great scholars, it's not the great scientists, not the great astronomers and astrologers, not even the great theologians. We commend those today who simply fall on their knees and adore Jesus. Wise people still adore Jesus like you will do today when you come and receive this sacrament and fall on this altar and lift up your heart to Jesus. Wise people also adorn Jesus. Did you hear it? Oh, we've talked about this for centuries. These travelers brought gifts. And think about it. There's a gift for the potentate. Gold, you mentioned. Now, I'm talking about real gold. 
fit for a king. They're the frankincense. Not just for the potentate, but for the priest. Surely that says something about the priestly function of this baby who was adored. And then there's another word that comes to mind. It's propitiation. The myrrh was used to embalm bodies. And if it says anything in this context, it says something about the fact that this one that they are adoring and the one to whom they have brought this gift is the one who will also give himself for their sins. Could I tell you about a couple of cards that I got this year? And, and if you think I'm being sacrilegious, just pray for me when you come to the altar. But I got two cards. One of them said there was a fourth wise man. But Mary and Joseph turned him away because he brought fruitcake. <laughs> and the other one that I got was a psychiatrist was sitting here and the fruitcake was laying on the couch and the psychiatrist says what can I do for you and the fruitcake looks up and says nobody likes me (laughs) it wasn't a matter of liking it was a matter of the reality that this was the son of God and they could do nothing else other than bring their gifts and adorn Jesus and today as we come as we come As wise people, we will give our hearts to Jesus. And then the final thing I want to say this morning is that wise people pay attention to Jesus. This jumped out at me as I read the text. Is that they were warned in a dream, in a vision, somehow... They were warned to leave and to go away in a different direction. They listened to God. They paid attention. And wise people today, it's a mark of epiphany wisdom that wise people pay attention to Jesus and through this new year 2023 the wisdom that we profess this morning includes our ability to approach Jesus to adore Jesus to adorn Jesus and to give our attention to Jesus and to Jesus be the glory and praise forever and forever. Amen and amen.